I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the AEW Dynamite AfterBuzz TV after show, and have we got a show for you. We've got FCR, we've got FTW, and we even have SCU getting back together. But before we get into all of the acronyms, we're going to go ahead and introduce the amazing panel we have with us today. Do we have a, do we have a, uh, an echo coming through? Huh? I had an echo, but in any case, I ruined it. I ruined the intro, guys. That's my fighter fest mess up. I'm going to take credit for it, but no fear. I have the amazing team with me today to help bail me out when I mess up the intros. First up, she is the indie darling herself. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Anissa. How are you doing, Anissa? I'm doing great. This was a great, great episode of part two of fighter fest. I Good, great matches tonight. And with us as well, he is the host of the Believe in NXT podcast. Let's make some noise for Cedric. Ced, how you doing? Doing great. Obviously, I'm Fighter Fest of the day with the Hawaiian shirt. Um, (laughs) Glad glad we can talk Fighter Fest day two. I thought it was a great card. And we also have the man who is a mark for kayfabe himself. Let's hear it for Sean. Filthy Sean. Hey, hey. (laughs) Well, Jack, the bottom line is at the end of the day, I got a uh, stomach full of Chick-fil-A and I'm ready to talk Fighter Fest. I love it. We got Filet Philly Fighter Fest. We got that alliteration going on. But listen, we have a special guest here today. So allow me to introduce. She is responsible for the heart of the elite. She's been to like 800 AEW shows, Kansas City's own Tiffany. Tiffany, how are you feeling? How, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. That intro is familiar. I think you mm-hmm. might have stole it from Cody. But I did. That, that makes it more special. So yes, thank you for having me. I'm great night tonight. What a show to be on. So thank you so much. Yeah, I uh, I did my research. I did steal that line. It's <laughs> well, I great. borrowed it. I borrowed <laughs> it. Uh, I thought he did such an amazing job, and I know you're a fan. I thought it'd be a fun tribute. Uh, before we talk about the show, I did want to ask uh, Tiffany, since you are our special guest. Uh, I, I was saying before we went on the air, you're the world's biggest AEW fan. I think it's official. I don't think there's any argument. Uh, but I wanted to ask you just real quickly, how did you get into wrestling? How did you become a fan of Cody? And how did you get involved with uh, just being the super fan of AEW in particular? Um, to make it kind of quick, my parents raised me a wrestling fan. So I was born and raised a fan, huge fan of Dusty growing up. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized his son was wrestling, and he made his debut when I saw him in Duck Dusty and then debut. It was, that was it. I've uh, been hooked ever since, supported his entire career. And when AEW came to be, it was just a no-brainer. I fell in love with it. Fell in love with the elite when he left WWE and did his own thing. So it's just been magical ever since. And I just absolutely will do everything to support AEW with all my heart. I love it. Now, speaking of all your heart, you do have a show. It's uh, Heart of the Elite. Tell us just a little bit about Heart of the Elite and, and how you started doing that and uh, about what it is for the, maybe the listeners or the viewers who, uh, who haven't heard of it. 
uh, Heart of the Elite with Tiffany. It's uh, my YouTube series. I started it just before AEW was announced. Um, most people know I'm pretty passionate when it comes to supporting Cody, the Elite, AEW with Brandy and everything. And I felt like I needed more than just tweets. So I decided videos was going to be it. So I try to do them weekly. It's been on a bit of a hiatus, but I do want to, it's going to be actually returning next week. So Perfect. So all of our listeners and viewers, definitely check that out. It's a really good watch. It's a good compliment to the shows as well. Uh, now, I usually don't like to get too confrontational right off the bat, Tiffany, but I have a problem here. You are technically undefeated in AEW, yet you have not gotten a title shot yet. I want to know, what title are you going to challenge for? You're undefeated. You should be... I, I know. I, I guess I have pick. I think I'm the only undefeated person left in, in AW. So I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, I guess it would have to be the TNT championship, right? I've got to go right after Cody. Yeah. I mean, we've got history. So good history, <laughs> right. but still I gotta, you know, gotta go after that. You know, that's that title sweet. So yeah, I I love it. I thought that was such a cool thing <laughs> that happened. And I think that's living the dream. But uh, if you do go for a title, just know, Tiffany, I'm in your corner. I'm backing Thank you, you up. Uh, you. I, I think you could do it. You've, you're undefeated for a reason. Now, uh, this was a packed show today. We got Fighter Fest night two. Lots of crazy stuff. I'm going to open it up uh, real quick. Overall thoughts. Sean, what did you think of the show? Uh, very good show. You know, like you said, action packed. Um, I, yeah, I, I really have no arguments with this show, uh, except that old school Eric Bischoff move that Taz made in the middle of the show. We'll get into it, but I, yeah. I mean, that was like, wow, he just pulled an Eric Bischoff right there. An Eric Bischoff. So Anissa, did you like the show? Yeah, I did. I thought it was a great episode. Uh, fun, fun matches. Cedric, you agree? Mm, I'm trying not to be the dark horse. Here. I, I like the show, all things considered, with moving some things around, as we already know. Um, I thought the action was great. I have some problem with some of the booking decisions, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. Mm, interesting. That's a tease, folks. You got to st stick around to see where, where said disagrees. And then, Tiffany, did, would you give it a five star? Absolutely. I thought start to finish, it was just nonstop it just they, they really bring it with the starting it off with the tag team match and then just keeping the action going all the way till the end of the show so i thought it was a great night well this may have been fighter fest but i'm telling you i thought it was dynamite it was a great show i loved it top to bottom uh we, i want to start with this main event though orange cassidy versus chris jericho in the main event orange cassidy dipping his toes into the main event pool I can't believe this. I would have said months ago, there's no way Orange Cassidy could be a great main eventer. But as always, grinning ear to ear the whole time, I'm watching this match. Uh, Anissa, you've been a fan of Orange Cassidy since way back when. Uh, how did it feel seeing him in the main event with one of the greatest of all time? I love this match. I could tell the passion that both these, uh, both Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy had. I like the orange juice being thrown on Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it was it felt like a classic wrestling match, mm. just but just a little hint of of the gimmick. But overall, I think this is my favorite match of whole Fighter Fest. I was uh, I was thinking when this match started, it was going to be very like character driven, right? And there was going to be a lot of like bits in it, but it came out 
really fast to start and was a real legit like wrestling match. Cedric, do you, how did you feel this match played out? How did you like it? I actually did like this match. I thought, I mean, and Jericho's the king of this, putting guys over. So I thought he made Orange Cassidy look very good uh, being in that main event spot. So two weeks ago, they didn't know they were going to be here. So I enjoyed the match. I thought we got to see what Orange Cassidy could actually do in the ring with a great. So it made him look good even in defeat. I thought I actually yeah. thought he would pull off the win because I don't really think Jericho needed this win. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least Cassidy looks strong while while in defeat. I I agree that I think he looks strong in the defeat. I feel like and Sean, maybe I'll just pitch this to you. Is Orange Cassidy a certified main eventer now, or does he still have some work to do? Uh, no, I think he's proven himself. I mean, he hung with Jericho the whole time. You know, this was a very back and forth. I love what Anissa said. This was like a very kind of classic old school match. You know, we had a little bit of gimmick, like she said. But but overall, this was some wrestling. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, and I agree. I don't, I don't think it mattered that he lost. He, we saw that he's strong. I think Jericho, you know, he still needs to keep that top dog status. You know, even though he yeah. doesn't need the win per se, I think it's good for the inner circle that he wins, especially having two losses last week. You know, so I'm fine with how this all went. And I was very entertained. What do you think's next for Orange Cassidy, Sean? Do you think he goes on to continue this? Do you think he just kind of goes into another one and done thing? Do you think they have a story for him? What do you kind of predict from Orange Cassidy? Uh, this is good and interesting because, you know, the best friends are also kind of up in the air too. So I, I feel like they might, maybe, maybe we get a six man thing with them with somebody, you know, I mean, we could, we could probably have a six man, you know, next week or next, next two weeks with, with Jericho and, you know, um, wow, their names are escaping. And right uh, Proud and Powerful. Thank Santana you, Proud and Ortiz. Powerful, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's probably going to happen. I think they set that up. Um, as far as, like, long-term, I'm not really sure what, what we do with him, but I think, like, again, he's proven he can, he can play. I saw a great tweet about him, and I can't remember who posted it, so I feel bad at not crediting him, but it was, uh, if, he's, if you think he's dangerous at 0%, imagine Orange Cassidy at 1%. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a commercial. That was like uh, AEW's what? Twitter account, I think. Oh, was it AEW's Twitter account? I think account? it was. I think I, I saw I that saw same that. tweet. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, uh, we have uh, Jericho. He's racking up some wins with a amazing jacket, by the way. I feel like all the stars and all the matches uh, that were given out today were all put on his jacket, and he looked amazing. <laughs> Uh, Jericho, he's clearly one of the top guys in the company. Do you want to see him get another title shot? Do you want to see him have a rivalry with the, with the best friends? What do you want to see next from Le Champion? Uh, I feel like with Chris Jericho, no matter what he does, it's going to be fantastic. And having him with Orange Cassidy tonight in the main event, especially like Cedric said, it wasn't something that they even had planned. It, he, took an opportunity and put Orange Cassidy over to people who maybe didn't believe in him. And I'm one of those people that I've never been against Orange Cassidy at all. But the last two weeks, I went from like here to here on him. So <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. Um, as far as Jericho, though, um, I was kind of sad when he lost the title because I just he's lay champion, but he's lay champion no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he needs to be in the title picture right now because I think there are so many talented people like i think scorpio sky is one of those people who i just want to see hold the aew world title 
Um, and I think that Jericho is so good that no matter where you place him and who with, it's going to work. So I just, I don't think he needs to be there. I think the six man idea, like seeing best friends in Orange Cassidy against Proud and Powerful and Jericho would be cool. But I feel like right now he's kind of just in a, in a kind of a middle spot, but whatever he does, it's Jericho. So it's going to be good. I've been saying that I think this is the best Jericho's ever been because yeah. every time he's in the ring, everyone he's involved with looks better. Orange Cassidy, I've said before, man, before Revolution, I was like, I don't get this Orange Cassidy guy. Yes. I, he bothers me. And then I saw him have a match. And now every time he comes out, I'm just like, oh my God, it's Orange Cassidy. I'm so excited. He keeps me so excited throughout everything. I'm a huge fan of him. And uh, I think I think if he kept on rubbing shoulders with the with the inner circle and having matches with them, I think it's only going to make everyone look better. But mm -hmm. speaking of looking better, uh, we have lots of shows on this channel after Buzz TV. And Cedric, could you do everyone a favor and let them know where they can sh find shows like ours and others as well? want to go to afterbuzztv.com you can also check us out on youtube if you love the sound of our sultry voices we are the <laughs> espn of tv talk if you like wrestling you can follow not only this wrestling show every wednesday night but there's also nxt we have raw monday nights smackdown on fridays but we have everything you want if you're just a fan of television which i'm sure you are because you're watching us go to <laughs> afterbuzztv.com and get your fix and yes, and make sure to hit the five-star reviews, hit the likes, hit the comments, share, subscribe, all that good stuff while you're there. It's Those are the things we do it for is the shares and the subscribes and all that good stuff. Uh, they pay us in five-star reviews. So five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Yes, I love it. Um, so we had an interesting bit, and I think everyone's going to want to comment on this. Uh, Taz and Cage came to the ring, and there was a huge announcement. And it's funny because watching Taz talk, as he was talking, I felt like I could tell what he had in the bag. But I still popped when I saw it because I'm an old school guy. I like the ECW days. I like the FTW days. Um, Sean, take it. You... You said you had some issues with it, right? Well, yeah, I just, I mean, I just felt like, you know, it it was like we were watching, you know, Monday Night Nitro and they're giving their, you know, giving uh, the results of Raw. Like, that's the kind of vibe I got from this. Like, he took this belt from the back in the day and he's going to just bestow it upon Brian Cage. Now, granted, I think Brian Cage is impressive, but to just hand him that belt, I mean, that's, that was a bold move. I mean, I guess I, I like it. What else is it doing? Just hanging in his, you know, hanging on his wall somewhere, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know if Brian Cage has quite earned that belt. I am not going to be the guy to take it away from him. That's for sure. Said, <laughs> uh, said, you're a, um, were you an ECW guy? Did you watch ECW back I in did. the day? I did. How did you feel seeing the FTW title bestowed upon Brian Cage? Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I just feel like it was just meaningless filler to this show. I, I think we could have did without it. And for me, I feel like we kind of foreshadowed next week's results already. Like they kind yeah. of canned it in that Mox is going to retain or if Mox can't compete for whatever reason, then K just gets to walk around with his belt and claim to be the champion of AEW. So I feel like you, you foreshadowed too much for me. And that's what I didn't like about it. That's a great point because yeah, yeah if, if Cage wins, it's kind of like, oh, I've got to, to, the FTW title kind of becomes irrelevant. 
Um, you make a good point though about maybe Mox not being able to compete next week. I when he gave Cage the title for me, it felt very similar to uh, for those that follow TNA uh, or Impact, I should say, uh, Moose coming out as the TNA champion when Tessa Blanchard couldn't defend the Impact title. Um, Anissa, do you like seeing someone like Taz give a title to Cage? Um, I didn't really care for it because I don't know about this title. I never, I wasn't allowed to watch ECW. <laughs> so I don't know the history behind it. I mean, I did Google it and all I saw was the people who held it was Sabu and Taz, but I didn't look it really into it and, and I should. But for me, I, it doesn't really, I don't, I don't feel like I have an opinion on it because I've never seen ECW or had the urge to watch ECW. So maybe I should just go ahead and watch some ECW to understand what the title really means. Is Moxley going to beat uh, Cage next week, Anissa? Yes. That's, <laughs> yes. That was, yep. Quick answer. Um, I, he already has a title. So <laughs> uh, Tiffany, now um, Cage is, came, came out of nowhere and has become one of the biggest forces in the company as someone who has been a fan of AEW since the beginning, since before it started really. How do you feel knowing you have all these guys working hard, going up the rankings, and then this guy comes in and just sort of leapfrogs everyone? Do you say, look, he deserves it, he's awesome? Or do you say, whoa, 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 Cage, back to the line, you got to earn your spot like everybody else? Um, kind of the latter, to be honest. I, I was disappointed in the latter match because I did not want Cage to win. I was disappointed that someone like Darby Allen didn't win. Um, I have no problem with Cage. I enjoyed him in Lucha Underground, but mm -hmm. I just don't think, I, I mean, going right in against Mox for the title, I have, usually have all good things to say, and it's not even really a bad thing to say, but I, if it were up to me, I would have had him kind of work his way to that a little more, but I understand that the way he's being presented is to be that force to be reckoned with the minute he comes in. I think the title, giving him that title tonight was a little strange, but and I think it's going to be lost on a lot of people like Anissa, like in myself. Um, but I think with AEW, they are always trying to think ahead and have a backup plan. If for some reason Mox cannot compete next week, I think that they're ne they never want to be left without something to deliver. And I always kind of have faith in them being able to deliver. So I think that it's kind of a, hey, we need to put something in place in case something does happen next week with Mox. But but yeah, if it were up to me, I could think of other people I would prefer to see going against Mox right now. Who would you, if you could pick anyone, who would you want to face Mox? I, Scorpio Sky. That I just absolutely, I know that he's just starting to focus more on his singles uh, career on Dark, and I'm looking forward to see that elevate. I just think he has it. The look, the charisma, the talent. I want to see him as champion before the end of the year. I'm in the same boat as you. I predicted that he was going to be a, a champion sooner rather than later. And Anissa has been a huge fan of him forever. She grew up a fan of wrestling here in Southern California. So uh, she's been watching him grow for a long, long time. Um, and we're going to talk all about Scorpio Sky, but we're going to go from FTW to FTR. We saw Fear the Bucks face the Butcher Bros, as I call them, uh, or the, the, the Lucha Blades. I can't remember. I always mix up which one I'm supposed to call it. But 
I was out of breath watching this eight-man tag team <laughs> match. Where th- this was such an insane. Every five seconds, I was like, that's the biggest move of the night. And then yeah. they would top it. And then they would top it. And then they would top it. Anissa, walk me through this match. I don't know where you're going to start. I don't know how you start walking through this match. Maybe run through the match. Tell us what you thought about the crazy craziness of this. I wasn't, I didn't care for the match. What? 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 Are you out of your mind? Wow. Are you out of your mind? Wow. No. (laughs) Defend yourself. Do too. Do too. Please. Too much flippy stuff every two minutes of the match. You don't, you don't need that. You don't need that. You know, that's, that's what bothers me. It's too many flips, too many OMGs. It's like, just like, let the match breathe and then do your flippy stuff. But the one thing I have to say was the Swanton bomb was smooth. I love that. And Ray Phoenix's Canadian destroyer. Those are the only two things that I popped out of, but everything I was like, I feel, cause I've seen, I've seen these guys wrestle at indie shows. I've seen the same thing already. So for me, seeing this so many times, in my opinion, it gets me tired. I'm tired of it. That was easily a 12-star match. (laughs) I don't know how many stars is the limit, but whatever it is, it's two more than that. I am flabbergasted that you just said that. The fact that Ray Phoenix did a springboard over the top rope to the outside Canadian Destroyer and you weren't impressed? I did say I was impressed. I just said what Ray Phoenix did was amazing. What the Swanton, what happened with the Swanton was amazing. I just, overall, they continue to do flippy stuff. And I wasn't impressed with the other flippy stuff. It's every like two minutes of the match. Let the match breathe. Mm. Then do your flippy stuff. Sean, Sean, <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta talk some sense into Anissa. Walk I've us had this, this conversation with a lot of people and a lot of people agree. <laughs> Well, I will say that this was my favorite match of the night, hands down. There was so much act. This was so fun. Like, and this was everybody at the top of their game working together. Like, I thought it was very interesting to have FT, the way they use FTR and the Bucks working together. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then, even, and then, of course, at the end, we get a sab- almost a sabotage from it. So that's a very interesting the way they're building that match, which will happen eventually. I really like the way we're kind of slow burning that. Um, and it's so, it never occurred to me before, but it's some, I think it was JR said tonight, reminiscent of Ricky and Robert. The Young Bucks are reminiscent of the Rock and Roll Express. I love that because it's been there and I couldn't put my finger on it. And that is what it is. That's why I love that the JR is in the mix. Also, Tony Giovanni said, what did he say? He said, that was an ass knock to the loop. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it made sense. So, yeah. I mean, again, this is why I love that they, they mix the old and the new with this, with uh, with AEW. That's what makes it so great for me because it's it's something for everybody. If you're old like me and you've been wrestling forever, like this is just so great to have all this old and new stuff come together. But these guys, I mean, and then at the Canadian Destroyer, I'm like, man, what can, not, what can this guy not do? Yeah. Never mind the fact that they did that, that double... They both jumped up and then a Karana off the top, that whole thing. I mean, I mean, how could you not like this match, Jack? I, I don't know. Phoenix, by the way, I mean, I was thinking Spider-Man's got nothing on that guy. The way he can jump <laughs> around and do things and Pentagon looks so cool. Everyone's talking about the 
FDR, they were throwing up some fours. Everyone's talking about the four of a possible four horsemen. I want to see the butcher blade Phoenix and, uh, Pentagon be the four. That's who I want to see throwing up fours. Uh, uh, said, tell me, you're a wrestling fan. You 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 know the inner workings. You're our our wrestling technician. Was this a good match? You know what? I'm going to defend Anissa because normally that would be my get down. Too much flippy stuff. But like this match was so fast paced, and I, I loved it. I, I was there for it. Um, I would love to see Ray Phoenix do Cody's open challenge here in the next month because oh. he has it. And I'm, I, I loved everything about it. But oh. what I really enjoyed was the callbacks. FTR and the Bucks doing callbacks to old tag teams, which you could see them doing each other's moves with one mm-hmm. from each tag team. I thought that was great showcasing that chemistry because when they ever have their blow off feud, um, there you can see the chemistry is already built in. What I'm confused about is because – FTR kind of came in, kind of did some heel stuff, but now they're kind of tweening babyface, and I wish they would flesh that out some more. But so much, so many tag teams. I'm glad, glad we have the Lucha Bros back and all the flippy stuff. I mean, you can let some of it breathe, but I just think it just showcased how great these teams are, and I, and I loved every second of it. I did think it was funny. I can't remember which one it was, but like right off the bat, the first time one of the FTR guys came in, he jumped off the turnbuckle with a knee, which is exactly what they always make fun of on Twitter. Uh, But this, I think something that makes AEW so great with their storytelling is they are so patient. Now this match on paper looked like just chaos and craziness. And and as mentioned, the flippity doos and all this other stuff, but it would have been very easy for AEW to say FTR versus the Young Bucks. Let's just make it happen. But they're making us wait and they're building it and they're making it a big deal. And when it happens, as you said, it's going to be so, so good. Tiffany, uh, we were tweeting each other a little bit. I said I popped up off my seat during that Canadian Destroyer. And I'm not lying. I literally did the, oh, geez, kind of thing. Uh, How did you feel about this match? Were you able to catch your breath? Uh, no, I, I thought it was excellent. I loved because you have um, Butcher and the Blade who are like kind of hard hitting and then they were teaming with Lucha Bros. And then similarly, you had the Bucks who are the high flyers teaming with FTR. So I thought the mix was really cool. And I thought they complemented each other's styles as teams very well. And I think, you know, AEW is such a buffet that, you know, a match like this is fine because the whole show isn't that flippy stuff the whole time so it doesn't bother me one bit having one match that's just like you can't catch your breath and that Canadian Destroyer I literally like I said I tweeted it I was like I literally went oh my god like and I I usually don't vocally like vocalize during a match that much but that was insane and Nick Jackson doing that the Hurricane Rana like in the air like I don't know how Nick Jackson does half the things he does he's another one I would love to see challenge Cody for the TNT title because I feel like that's a dream match that would just be so good to see them two go on and one but I loved that match and I am I'm with you on the slow burn of the FTR Bucks feud it's gonna take time and I feel like you're almost gonna get to the point where you think they might be friendly with each other after all this time and then it's gonna blow up and I'm, I'm excited to see see it all play out you've mentioned a few people having matches with Cody and I, <laughs> Cody's your favorite I don't so want to lose I, I want to <laughs> ask you this who do you want to beat him for that title Nobody. No. <laughs> Nobody. It's forever. <laughs> forever. 
Forever. He's like He'll, 65, still holding yeah, the title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll retire with it. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a really, really good question. I'd have to give that a lot of thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should beat him for it as we talked at the top. You're the person. Undefeated. So. <laughs> Undefeated. Uh, so um, I thought this match was great. Um, and I, I'm, I'm glad that Butcher Blade, Pentagon, and Phoenix won because I feel like you can still have FTR and Young Bucks have a great match, and now you give a little bit more, uh, a little bit more of oomph to the other teams. So good things there. Um, after the match, or the next match was Nyla Rose in a a handicap match against Kenzie and Killian, who, if you don't watch Dark, have been putting on some solid matches there. Check out Dark. Why not? It's great. It's free and it's on YouTube. I thought this was a good like breather match, like a good way to kind of like have us all catch our breath after all of that, uh, that went down. I know this was supposed to just be a showcase of how strong Nyla is, but I thought it was really, really good. Tiffany, where do you sit with Nyla Rose? Do you want to see her maintain that, uh, number one contender kind of spot, or do you think she should make way for some other challengers, uh, to that title? I really love Nyla. So I think, think I really would like to see her get the title back um, personally and I'm excited with her announcement that she's going to have a manager I think that that might be what she needs like sometimes it's just having that person to back you up and maybe have the mic not that Nyla's good on the mic but I think sometimes you just it looks good when you have that person like Tully Blanchard with Spears like it just works and I think it's going to help her out I'm really excited to see who it is but I I love Nyla and I would love to see her stay in the main events a bit longer and maybe get one more title reign before she steps back and makes way for some other ladies to step up. Absolutely. And said, do you, um, do you think there's too many managers in AEW? She mentioned everyone with the championship seems to have a manager um, and, or seems to have success. People have mentioned there's a lot of managers. Do you feel like more the merrier with managers or do you feel like, Hey, okay, we're getting a little, getting a little ahead of ourselves here. No, I, I think it's cool. I think the more the merrier, because I mean, the manager is almost a lost art. Mm-hmm. Um, shameless plug, if you own AfterBuzz TV network, I rank the greatest managers of all time, Sweet 16 style. So you can check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as Nyla getting a manager, I think it'll help her out. Just having somebody else flex that muscle on the mic just so she can be the big bruiser. And if I was to make a prediction as the manager, I mean, um, who can be a real good voice for her is maybe Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Oh, great prediction. By the way, I saw that uh, the best manager ranking that you did, Sweet 16 style. And I have to say, I agree with you completely. I think you nailed it. And I think everyone should go check it out on AfterBuzz TV. Um, Anissa, Vicky Guerrero, is that the right pick to be managing Nyla Rose? Well, I mean, at first, my opinion was Awesome Kong because I think. You know, Awesome Kong's not really wrestling. She's doing Glow, but we don't know what how Glow's production is going on right now. And, you know, we don't know. But I would like to see um, Awesome Kong be her manager. But someone did point it out, like, a good reason why maybe Vicky Guerrero would be a good idea. You know, Vicky Guerrero has been at AEW. Vicky Guerrero in the past has made people champions as a manager or as a wife. So, you know, I think for me, ideally, it'd be Vicky Guerrero. It'd make more sense. Uh, Sean, is Vicky Guerrero the right choice? Uh, I would I would be 100% in for Vicky Guerrero because you said that this match was a breather. I almost fell asleep, bro. This match was, was awful for me. Like, this was, like, so jobber 
Like, this was old school jobber match. I was like, why are we even doing this? Like, I don't think she looked strong at all. I thought this was just like this weird, really? I don't know. It, it, it just felt like a, 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 a jobber match to me to, to make her look good. And I don't think it did. Uh, and if I, I would love for it to be a woman manager. And I, I would love for it to be someone that could actually cut a promo. Yeah, that would be good. I, I don't, I don't know if I can agree. Nyla was literally beating one of them with the other one. I had she not look right, strong. but like she th- was, there like was swinging them around. Did you ever have any doubt who was going to win that match, Jack? In handicap matches, the single person always wins. That's how well, handicap I'm just matches saying, like, it go. Just was, it wasn't even a good version of it for me. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, the way they were scared of her, like in the mm-hmm. whole thing. And then because that one girl, she's actually a sizable girl. Like she looks like she could actually throw down. And I don't know. I just like, if you're going to do well, that, then make them just like these, make them like, you know, guys that we've never seen before. Like, like this do it. I just felt, yeah. it was, I also thought it was a disservice to the other two as well, to be honest. Well, did you fall asleep during the Omega hangman private party uh, tag team title match? I did not. I did not. And you know what, Jack, in that, in that I'm going to give props to you on this. I have come around to them as a tag team. You did. You have. I did because of this yes. match. I was like, I'm fine with them with the belts. They're really good together. This chemistry is here. I'm in. I am so happy to hear that. This is one of those teams where I always think this is going to be the time they lose it. And they didn't. I thought that was private parties, best match they've ever had. Uh, Cedric, am I right? Was that private parties, best match? So far, Ooh, that, that that's tough because um, they did defeat the Young Bucks earlier. Um, yeah, I, I, this is a great match, and this is actually where I had my WTF moment of the night when Cassidy flips outside the ring but used the middle rope. Yeah, I've actually yeah. never seen that before. I had to rewind that a couple of times. I thought that was really innovative. Um, yeah, I have not come around as on the Omega <laughs> Hangman bandwagon. Just to point that out, just because we're wasting time. Hey, time's ticking. There's a lot of stuff happening in 2020. What are we doing with Kenny Omega? What, what are we doing? We are entertaining. I love it. I want to do say, though, I got to agree that that middle rope thing when he did that, I thought he like messed up for a second. Yeah, I agree. I had to like go back and go, what did, oh my God. Like it looked like, I don't know. I, you know, like it looked like I saw it wrong. Like I was like, no, that, that didn't, that wasn't what I thought it was. It was a really cool move. More um, middle ropes. Let's let's uh, let's start that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> justice for middle ropes. Uh, now, uh, Tiffany, I want to ask you this. Uh, they keep teasing that this team's going to break up, Omega and Hangman. And what I love about this, I feel like we all know they're going to break up. But they keep not breaking up, but their finisher is built to have them break up. Like they run at each other with the guy in the middle. As soon as someone ducks, this team is over, right? How do you feel about <laughs> Omega and Hangman as a tag team? I I was on the fence for a while. I think they've grown on me, but I'm not there. I'm not gonna. I'm not there to buy a Omega and Hangman T-shirt or anything like that. <laughs> but um, but they work really well together, and I think tonight especially was a really good night for them. I mean, they're very. They're both so talented on their own. I think it's hard for me to be like, okay, I keep them as a team, even though they're chance. But it's like. Hangman's another person I would love to see with the AEW title, you know, world title. I mean, I people are going to hate me for this, but I'm not as big a Kenny fan as a lot of people. I like mm, Kenny. Mm. I think he's really talented. He's just not on my, you know, top 10 list of favorites, but but he's excellent. I mean, I of course, but I feel like they would 
be more beneficial separately than together, but they do work as a team. I was really hoping this was going to be private parties night. I want to see them. I wanted them to win the tag team tournament last year. So I've been waiting for them to get their moment. I thought maybe this was going to be it, but, but I'm looking forward to the day that they do get the, the titles because they're so good. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, as far you can't argue how good Hangman and Kenny are together, especially, like I said, I think they keep getting even better and better as a team, but but yeah, I, it's going to come to blows, obviously, but I, I'm kind of more, I think I'm more ready for it than a lot of people. <laughs> well, I love them as a team. I think they're great. I want to talk about uh, another team that's been good. I always say in AEW, if you can't look in the mirror and say you're one of the greatest tag teams on the planet, you have no place in AEW. But we saw one of the greatest tag teams on the planet, SCU teaming up in three-man form against the kind of odd pairing of uh, Dark Order, Stu, Colt, and Brody, uh, which sounds like uh, when you say that just their first names, it sounds like they're part of like the, o- like the show The O.C. or something. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Colt Cabana with a, a terribly gross-looking stomach injury that I don't know how he got through. Uh, Anissa... <laughs> Scorpio is one of your guys. How did you feel about this match and how it played out? I thought this match was great. I thought it was more so focused on Colt Cabana and, you know, and Brody Lee, which is totally fine because that's that's their, that's what the storyline is. It's more focused on them too and Colt Cabana being a part of the Dark Order. Those gnarly bruises that we saw on Colt Cabana, it's like, all right, dude, you got to retire because, man, like, I don't know how he can handle that at, at his age, but kudos for him for, you know, getting in the ring and, you know, doing all that. But I was right. I did say SCU was going to lose and everyone was shocked that I said it. But overall, this match was great. I, you know, it was fun. And, you know, that's all I got to say. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it just made sense um, because right now there's kind of things going on with the Dark Order and SCU sort of in that, like clearly Scorpio Sky is going singles and, and Kaz and Daniels are figuring things out. Uh, Cedric, what do you think's next for SCU? Do you think they are just going to kind of continue where they're at or do you think they're going to move on to something bigger? I don't think they're going to move on to something bigger. I know we've talked about this in the past where they highlight certain individuals and then they just kind of fall off the map. And the fall from grace for SCU has been pretty notable. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think you might see a guy like Scorpio Sky go off in the single since the other two guys are notable veterans. But they might start doing more tag team work because we have tag team wrestling everywhere. But I think they did make the right call at the Dark Order. I like that the rest of the Dark Order was at the top of their entrance wrap. Um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of weird on the Dark Order's purpose. Like I'm kind of feeling like they kind of lost purpose when Brody Lee didn't get the championship. And I'm wondering why they're not just running rimshot around the entire AEW company right now with so much strength in numbers. Yeah. They kind of remind me right now of the NWO after they split. And then like, there was like the a squad and the B squad for a little bit. Um, Cause like they have a lot of people and they're all like solid, but they don't really have any besides Brody Lee. They don't really have any like super like, super guys on their team um cole cabana though looks like he's going to be joining there was a little thing where he said yes mr brody in the backstage segment uh sean do you want to see uh do you want to see colt join the dark order officially 
Oh, 100%. I mean, you know, Colt's been banging around for years. I think it's probably the most TV time he's ever gotten in his life. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I think he's, I think he has, he's got a good energy. And I, the, him kind of going heel with the Dark Order, I think is interesting. I think it's probably the most fun he's going to have. So yeah. I'm all for it. I do have to say, though, that I think Stu Grayson stole this match for me. Yes. That guy was super yes. impressive. I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever seen this guy wrestle before. Man, he was amazing. And like, and it's funny because Tony and JR commented on it as well. But I just got to say props to Stu. I think he's my, I think he might be my wrestler of the night. That's a fair thing. I, I tweeted it. Stu Grayson has been almost criminally the most underrated wrestler on AEW. He's on, he was on Dark a bit before the whole like no audience thing happened. Uh, he is so good. He's one of those guys that is way stronger than he has any right to be. He, the way he can, for his size, the way he can lift people up and the way he can jump around and do things, he, he blows me away. I think they have a lot of stuff for him in the future. Uh, but I want to, Tiffany, I want to ask you about Scorpio Sky. As mentioned, we've talked about him a few times. Uh, the, the, the dream and the view, he seems to be world title bound, uh, but there's clearly a few obstacles in the way. What do you think is next for him in the singles division? Um, you know, seeing him on dark, I think he's going to build up because I mean, he has, I think he's one of the only ones that have like 20 wins, um, in the mm -hmm. company and that's huge. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe he's the guy that takes the TNT championship from Cody is mm. down the road as much mm -hmm. as it pains me to say, uh, because of my love for Cody. But honestly, I mean, who better than Scorpio? I guess that kind of leans into the question you asked earlier, to yeah. put him to that next level because he's just he just has it and I want to see him just go as far as he can go and I think that could be the perfect way to kind of make people go oh wow he really he is that guy especially if Cody has a lengthy run and then it's built and he he he's the guy that takes that away you know away from Cody and then eventually leads to the world title I think that could be a huge stepping stone for him I agree. I want to see him get some more mic time as well. Because yeah, when he had yeah. mic time, he was great. When he was with uh, against Jericho and, mm -hmm. and, and bannering with him. And when you keep up with Jericho, that says something. Yeah. Um, speaking of keeping up, bad boy Joey Janela did his darndest to keep up with the murder hawk Lance Archer today. Uh, Lance Archer gets the win. Said, how do you feel about... Uh, I felt like Joey Janela actually had an amazing match this may have been my favorite joey janela match how do you feel joey janela and his tag team partner sonny kiss did even though it wasn't a tag match but they're tag team you i was it. honestly surprised this match lasted as long as it did and they gave him so much offense i'm surprised but it just shows that they have a, a, a nice healthy future for sonny kiss and joey janela um to go to war with somebody like lance archer but i mean at the end of the day i think archer is still going to be the one of the bigger bruises in the company which is why he still pick up the win they still have plans for him yeah, it felt like the right thing having uh, Archer win here. Uh, but I felt like Joey Janela, he played this card perfectly as just taking a beating, but kept on ticking the all the way through. Uh, I have a feeling he's going to go off into the tag team division deeper with Sonny Kiss, who I'm also a huge fan of since his, uh, since his Lucha Underground days. Um, Sean, let me ask you, do you want to see them go off in the tag team or do you want to see more of the bad boy uh, taking on big monsters and getting thrown around? <laughs> uh, well, you know, like we talked about last week, that whole gas station segment was so great. I love them together. So I want to see more of it. Um, 
uh, I think we could definitely do in the ring, but I think we need a lot more outdoor promos with those mm -hmm. two. Like, I think, you know, they're just a fun team. You know, it's a good kind of, it's a good break from the wrestling a little bit when, when they need that. I think, you know, they could, and I think, I think they could, you know, they could do so many things with those two. Like it's really unlimited what they could do. So I think they should really kind of dive more into that. Obviously we want, we still want to see him wrestle. Um, but I think, you know, I, I agree with you. I think this was a great match. I think it's a good win for Archer because it shows that he is a force. I just felt bad for poor Jake the snake. He's just a sweaty mess the whole time. I guess it's just <laughs> a, the humidity in, in Florida. I was just like, Oh, poor Jake. He just, he can't keep yeah. a shirt dry. Um, <laughs> And then I also, I love, I love, you know, Archer walking in with Sonny Kiss on his shoulders. What a great way to enter, right? Like this showing, showing us who's boss here. And uh, so I think it was, it was a good for everybody. It was a win-win for everybody. What do you think's next for uh, Lance Archer, Sean? <sighs> That's a good question. I mean, I think he needs to fight a big dude, you know, like mm. someone like, you know, uh, what's his name? Even, maybe yeah. our boy uh, Swag. <laughs> maybe you can fight him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, what or, about uh, or, or like Hager, Luchasaurus I mean, or, or Hager? Or, yeah, or... Luchasaurus is really I think is what he should. Or even you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, FG, uh, FG Hager. No, I'm sorry, FJ. Oh God, Wardlow. 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 Thank you, Cedric. Yes. I'm, I'm horrible with names tonight. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be good. So I think he needs to fight someone you know that he could actually have a good fight with. I think that's what Archer needs to do next. I think that'd be pretty cool to see as well. Uh, Tiffany, you're a fan of, of Sonny Kiss and, and Joey. G well, yeah, I think you said on Twitter you're a fan of Sonny Kiss, um, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Do you want to see more Sonny Kiss? Do you want to see more Joey Janelle, or do you want to see more of them working together? Absolutely, together. I When they teamed up on Dark, and then it turned into what, we've, what we're getting with these the videos and just everything, I need more of that. Um, I think since we don't have crowds, it's a perfect opportunity to give more and just add depth to their relationship and their story because you can get away with a, putting a segment like that on dynamite without, you know, crowds being mm -hmm. present and not having action to watch in the ring. Um, I think the segment last week was so good. I think we need more of that. I would love to see them to eventually get the tag team titles at some point. They just have such a chemistry and it's one of those things. It's like the tag team you didn't know you needed in your life, but yeah, right. I love, I love them together. Yeah. Joey Janelle is one of those guys that, I always thought, I know he's, I'm, I should like him. I should be behind him, but he's missing something. And I feel yeah. like Sonny Kiss gives him that. Yep, I agree. Um, Anissa, how do you feel? I know you usually like matches that have uh, barbed wire and thumbtacks and uh, all that good stuff. Did you feel like you got enough of that in this match with like the blackout through the table and, and uh, people getting thrown around on the outside? Do you feel like you got your, your hardcore fix for the show with this? I mean, I wasn't, you know, disappointed in this match, but I really like the segments with, you know, Sonny and Joey Janela. You know, a lot of people know Joey Janela is the owner of GCW. So I would love to see if they're allowed to do a cross promotion with GCW because I'd love to see Sonny Kiss and GCW or do a segment around GCW and AEW. But, you know, I, I think uh, this really works organically with yeah. uh, Sonny and Joey. And I hope they stick together for a, a while. I agree. I'm a fan of theirs. Um, someone else I'm a fan of is Darby Allen. And he's been having these, these promos, these videos of him kind of messing around, doing you know, skateboarding and, and hanging out with Tony Hawk. And today he was doing a casket drop off the top of 
uh, uh, the space needle or something. I don't know. He was up super <laughs> high in the air and he teased a little bit of getting some revenge on Brian cage. Um, Cedric, what I like most about this is we got to actually hear him talk for a little bit. How did you feel about him and his speaking and, and what it might mean for him being able to get back on a microphone? Yeah, I think it does well for his character to continue doing these promos every single week. They're nice, concise things that you can help flesh out the character, but he absolutely didn't stay away from Brian Cage. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Brian Cage tore a ladder in half. I think everyone should stay away from Brian Cage. Um, I also wanted to uh, do a quick uh, shout out to Swole and Britt Baker, who seem to be stealing shows with their, their back and forths. Uh, Tiffany, how do you feel about these two and the, the story they're building with Britt Baker not even able to get into a ring? I think considering that Britt can't even be physical right now, they are just building a great story. I think everybody's invested in it. I don't, I, you know, I tweet live tweet dynamite every week and I constantly see people who are just into this. They love swole. They love to hate Brit. Brit found her voice in AEW when she became this role model character. She is just stellar at it. And then swole, how do you not love swole? She is just full of just so much energy and by an ounce of her swagger, I'd be like, semi cool in my life but she's just <laughs> she's amazing and i think when we get the payoff of this match it's going to be so good and the build that we're getting leading to it is just going to make it mean that much more i agree i think swole i was thinking swole has enough energy to win matches on energy alone just like the energy she has around her i feel like she's like one of those uh, like dragon ball z characters where it's just around her yeah. uh she's so just fired up and Britt Baker, her first day as a, as someone we were not supposed to like was a little rough, but since then she's taken off and just been amazing. Uh, speaking of taking off, it's time for what we like to call the elite of the week. This week is being presented to you by the Brosters. That's www.thebrosters.com where you can get all sorts of amazing coffee like Russo Bro coffee. That's what I just tried. It was amazing. It's a good breakfast coffee i also try this ethiopian blend they have that is what i call the second pot coffee where like if you're one of those guys like me that i like to have an afternoon pot of coffee it's great for after lunch really good stuff make sure to check it out go to www.thebrosters.com quit drinking that garbage at the grocery store and drink some of the good stuff at www.thebrosters.com now the elite of the week this is where we count down the top five of the week as picked by me because I get to just pick them. It's what I do. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Let me do it. Starting at number five, we have Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is the main eventer, folks. He's proven it. He's, he's great. At number four, we've got Colt. Cabana. He didn't sell an injury. He had an injury. It was the grossest looking thing I've ever seen. And he still had an amazing match. And I like where things are going with him because he's so lovable and going to the dark side. It's going to be so interesting. Number three, we've got Taz and Cage. They're saying fear the world. That's not what the FT and FTW stands for. Look it up. I don't want to get an explicit tag on this show so i'm not gonna say it but 
I can't imagine anyone who better exemplifies the FTW title right now than Brian Cage. And at number two, we've got all eight men match. Anissa, I'm sorry, but that thing blew my socks off. I had to go put on another pair. It was so intense. I popped up off the couch. It was 150 stars. It was amazing. And number one this week, I am giving it to you, Tiffany. You get the number one elite of the week spot for being on the show. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I got to do it. Yeah. It's a huge honor to be number one on my list. <laughs> I'm, I'm very honored. It's, it's really, Thank it's you. a really big deal. I am very honored. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> undefeated in AEW number one on Jack's list. I mean, yes. I, my resume is growing. It's, uh, um, so uh, we do got a couple more minutes. So I'm going to do quick rapid fire predictions for next week. We have uh, the elite Bucks and Omega versus Jurassic Express. We're just going to go down the line. First, Sean, who do you think's winning that one? Uh, I'm going to go Jurassic on that. Interesting. And yeah. Anissa, do you agree? Yeah. And Cedric, how about you? Uh, I'll take Bucks and Omega. Oh, Tiffany, what do you think? Uh, Uh, The Elite. Oh, so that means I'm the tiebreaker. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go Jurassic Express. I think they're going to surprise us. I think they've got some big things coming. How about, and Sean, we're going to have you start us again with uh, Cody versus Sonny Kiss for the TNT title. Oh, I mean, there's, yeah, it's Cody. It's Cody. Anissa, how about you? It's Cody. Cedric? Cody. Tiffany, I think I know your answer. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Cody. Cody's going to win it. Cody's continuing with this thing, but I think it'll be a fun match. We also have, this is a big one, Sean, FTR versus the Lucha Bros. Who's winning this one? Oh, oh. That's a hard one. <laughs> that's, that's a hard a, one. That's a coin flip. It is, but I got to go with, I got to go with my boys, the Lucha Bros. I love those guys so much. I'll take them for the win. I love it. And then Anissa, how about you? I want to say Lucha Bros. I think they'll win it. Really? Cedric, what do you think? I think FTR and the Bucks took the loss tonight. So FTR can continue being undefeated. So I'm going to take FTR. I have a feeling you're right. But Tiffany, what do you think? FTR. Uh, logic tells me FTR is going to win, but I'm a Lucha bro for life. I got to go with them. I got to pick them. It's in my contract. I think they're going to win it. <laughs> um, and then the big one, Mox versus Cage. Sean, who's walking away with the AEW title? I think Cedric said it best. This killed the, the end of this match. Mox wins hands down. Anissa, I know your answer, but let me hear you say it. Who's winning this match? The greatest death match wrestler of all time, John Moxley. And Cedric, who's winning it? So I, 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 have, so I have a bad time with this because I, I don't think you can make Cage take a clean loss, but somehow Mox is going to retain if the match even ha- happens at all. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go Dusty Finish. Somehow. Dusty Finish. <laughs> oh, we haven't, had a re- we haven't had a true no contest yet in AW, have we? I don't believe so. I think they keep it straight by the book, winner and loser. But I don't think you can have Cage lose like that. Oh, so you're gonna go? You're gonna go the first no finish or draw? Interesting. Somehow Mox retains, but it keeps Cage looking strong. You could do a time limit draw. I guess they've done that a few times. Um, Tiffany, who's winning? Mox definitely. 
Moxley, almost all the way across the board. Well, you know what, Cage? I'm going to back you. I think you have a chance because no one as big as you is going to get a vote against. <laughs> I'm never voting against someone that big and that terrifying and that strong. He tweeted once, there's no one who's got the body like I do that can move the way I do. And I was like, I bet I could prove you wrong. I thought about it long and hard. And then I stopped because I could not think of one. So I think Cage is the guy. Um Hey, I think that's it from us. I think that's well, the I have, show. I, I want to say something real quick Yeah. Um, with the whole Darby Allen thing. Travis Pastrona. Okay, this guy, I've been watching this guy since I was a kid, since I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. I want to meet that guy one day. I want to interview him. I'm so glad, you know, AEW is doing, you know, do, brought, you know, showcase who he is because his backyard is, is amazing. I just want to go and play in the backyard because if you ever see nitro circus on mtv you know exactly what i'm talking about where is it located is it in la no like he's in the forest somewhere like i think in pennsylvania i don't it's he has like he he owns a lot of uh uh, land well you guys heard it here viewers clip it out put it on twitter tag it anisa's spoken into the universe she wants to interview him so let's make it happen folks (laughs) Um, but until then, let's go ahead and let the world know where they can find us. Sean, where can we find you online? At SeanStar75 on the Graham Gorilla Suit, Sean on Twitter. And on also the Perry Mason after show on Mondays at 2 p.m. Perry Mason. And Anissa, where can they find you? On social media, at Anissa Barr. And said. At Said Says on Twitter, Said is the answer on Instagram, and every single week on the Believe in NXT podcast for the Believe Podcast Networks. And Tiffany, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at All Elite Tiffany, and then also at Heart of the Elite and Heart of the Elite with Tiffany on YouTube. And my name is Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the WWE Raw after show every Monday at 9.15 p.m. Pacific time, as well as Jack and Flobo wrestling with your questions every Thursday at 3 p.m. I also have been doing some guest starring on the Everything Tournament hosted by Evan T. Mack and Flobo every Tuesday Make sure you check that out. We basically pit different pop culture things against each other. We have matches like Darth Vader versus Mario Brothers or uh, John Wick versus Walmart. It's random. It's weird. And it's fun. (laughs) Check it out. It's a good time. Until next time, folks, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.